Hello and welcome back to the KI Prime podcast. My name is Alina Jenkins and in this episode I'm speaking to Professor Madhava Chandralekar. He is Professor of Medical Education, the Faculty of Medicine at the University of Kelaniya in Sri Lanka and he's published 29 research articles and journals, three books, book chapters, 38 conference papers and has contributed as an author and co-author and has also completed 13 funded research projects as a member of a team. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting. So your area of research is attempting to understand the impact of culture on professionalism in health professions. Tell me more about that. Yeah, it's about uh, cultural differences. We know that professionalism research primarily originate from Western cultural context. However, there are uh, certain cultural differences that we can observe in the Eastern part of the world. It's actually the Western conceptualization collides with uh, Eastern uh, cultural dimensions at times and therefore it's uh, understanding the the similarities and differences is important so primarily my research was focusing on ex- exploring uh, exploring those similarities and differences so uh, basically what i found was there is a co-area which is common to eastern and western com- uh, world or western context and then there are uh, differences important differences and there are certain countercultural responses or countercultural components to deal with medical professionalism yeah what are if you're looking at this from a broad aspect what do you think are the the most common professional values that are important in the in the medical field yeah uh, as i said there is a core area uh, which is for example medical ethics it's common to anybody who's uh, practicing professionalism across or uh, practicing allopathic medicine across uh, the globe ha- however in addition there are certain differences like let's say uh, decision making accountability and how you perceive it it depends on the cultural background maybe the hierarchical level the the doctor patient relationship the power gap and various other things and sometimes the religious religious and spiritual aspects uh, there are also certain countercultural uh, elements as well for example punctuality punctuality is seen as a very important aspect of professionalism in the eastern part of the world but not, not uh, in the west because uh, in general population punctuality is not well respected therefore professionals thought that it's an important aspect of profession so that's that's one example important difference is decision making for example the confidence in decision making was part of professionalism uh, in eastern culture because we have a very hierarchical relationship between doctors and patients so if you are in the top of the hierarchy on the top of the hierarchy it's important to show confidence but in western cultural context it's it was different and uh, doctor patient relationship was more mostly a partnership like thing so those are the important similarities differences and countercultural things that i've observed mm-hmm. in my research and i would imagine uh, you you're from sri lanka um, yes. and i know that you did some of your studying at the university of dundee so yeah, yeah. you're coming from the global south to the global north yeah. and learning the global north language did you realize there were some impacts of that when you went back to sri lanka having learned your your background from the global north yes of course i i do uh, do thank the the western uh, world or the western part of the world for giving us uh, 
comprehensive or more elaborative uh, idea about professionalism and and I learned the working culture it's different it's uh, it's it's quite transformation of uh, our character in that sense and uh, we can explore uh, the researching skills that we obtain the generic skills that we obtain can be used to practice in our context and uh, it's about the challenges about adapting those things in in our our part of the world because sometimes the resources are limited there are few challenges in addition to the resources and in 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 those contexts so uh, so making the maximum out of it is the challenge but actually that was a good lear- learning experience yeah how how do you think that how will your research i suppose is perhaps a better question how you think your research is going to help to sort of change this this practice so that, that there is a perhaps a greater not uniformity but maybe in a greater understanding of these cultural differences yes uh, now for example if you take allopathic medicine it's itself a culture and uh, imparting or adopting that culture in a different cultural context is something uh, which is challenging however there are good things about it and we can always uh, be in touch with the the local uh, cultures and adapt accordingly and on the other hand we can bring up uh, bring in some of the values that we learned and that we uh, did not have for example communicating with pa- better communication with patients uh, better interpersonal relationship uh, evidence based practice and things like that can be adopted can be uh, can be uh, used or can be implanted in in our cultural context through through the learning mm. um, the last time that uh, the KR Prime fellows actually it was the first time that the KR Prime fellows got together i interviewed dr ming jung ho yeah, yeah. and i know she's she's your your colleague that you yes. work together on this yes actually she's a very close friend of mine and on the, on the other hand she's a collaborator mm-hmm. and actually the collaborative research has helped us to come to another level uh, because otherwise uh, because of the limitations of uh, resources uh, and the limitations of uh, opportunities we have we might be limited to our own uh, countries or own cultures however because of collaborative research we have achieved another level mm-hmm. and it has helped to uh, make our in- research international and to make visible make ourselves visible to the community of medical education uh, community of medical educators so that's a that's an important aspect of collaboration and uh, it was uh, it was very i'm um, very pleased to uh, work with her Yeah. yeah, and it's great to hear as well because I know when I spoke to her, it was two years ago now, yeah. and uh, you know I, I kind of felt that there was uh, sort of a lot of pressure and that she had a long way to go. So you said that you've you've moved up a level. So where where do you think you've come over the last couple of years in this area of research? I think. it's it's all about uh, international collaborate collaborations we have a network called secra that is studies in uh, clinical reasoning and ethics in asia uh, which is actually led by myself and lin monro professor lin monro from australia and uh, we actually found a quite a interesting network and we conducted a multi country multi center research and out of that we were able to produce uh, many publications on professionalism uh, and that actually helped me learn a lot on the other hand uh, that had a high impact on my research profile so uh, it was a, it was an opportunity and i think the collaborations actually helped us to produce very effective very valuable uh, valuable components to medical education research 
our literature. On the other hand, we gain uh, um, a lot of experiences doing multicultural, multidimensional, multicenter research. Mm. Where where do you see this going over the next few years? So you've come up a level since I last spoke to Ming. Yeah. Um, what what do you hope to achieve over the next few years? I think the collaboration need to be widened, and uh, this opportunity, for example, is another a step in my. Uh, career and that will help definitely to improve my publication profile and to get to know another group of people uh, that might have improved that might essentially improve my uh, network and that will help to uh, achieve another level i hope mm. i guess yeah and and uh, tarusha nadu is is with us yeah. um with with this this fellowship cohort for 2022 and i interviewed her yeah. two years ago and of course her research is around that difference between global north yes. and and global south and so i i'm interested in your perspective of how medical education research and and medical research in general is in Sri Lanka you know do the challenges perhaps you may face yeah. that perhaps we don't yeah i think uh, it, uh, basically the 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 knowledge is there the capabilities there there are capable people who have achieved higher levels in higher ranks in uh, research profiles and we have uh, world leading uh, researchers in our in our faculty in sri lanka however the main problem is the resources uh, the financial resources as you know we struggle with uh, basics these days mm-hmm. and it's very difficult to uh, the government to allocate funds for research uh, we depend on external funds and sometimes uh, we depend on the the small pots of money available within the country but i think the capacities there the uh, they have achieved in their own way and they have little little collaborations network and through that they contribute to uh, medical sciences in general and medical education in general as well so we usually uh, conduct uh, international conference in medical education and uh, Uh, every two years i'm not sure whether it's going to be happen uh, this year or next year but it has it has to be in the case and uh, we achieved we invited a lot of people uh, very eminent people to come there and uh, share their research experiences with us so that that was uh, how we we manage yeah and yeah. and you mentioned about um you know you hope to try and be published more yeah <clears throat> have you, have you had to overcome challenges to get published um yes and no sometimes uh, we might have to uh, work a little bit harder than the others to get to that level uh it maybe maybe due to uh, the uh, the resources we have or the, the context we are coming from as the circumstances uh, on the other hand uh, back home we have multiple engagements uh, it's not just research it's about uh, administration it's about uh, staff development it's about teaching it's about uh, personal commitments so finding time to write and finding time to do research is uh, is challenging however there are several researchers several medical education researchers in 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 sri lanka and they contribute to the literature as uh, much as possible i think if you produce something good and uh, pub- mm. uh, publishing is um, is not challenging so yeah. it's uh, it's about producing good quality work yeah we we've been speaking um on all the people who come on the podcast about the importance of mentorship uh, it's it's so prevalent which is wonderful in this field yeah. of of medical education research thinking about the next generation in in Sri Lanka do you feel that there is that level of interest can you see some students coming through that have the potential to do what you're doing 
Uh, yes, really. And uh, we have a education, uh, higher education program in, uh, in uh, medical education. So it's a postgraduate degree program. And we have um, graduates coming through that program. And actually, we are able to mentor them through uh, different uh, channels. But the essential is to have uh, international exposure. For example, this is a, at a different level, it's a mentorship. So I, I really enjoy that. And I do hope that uh, they, they should have uh, such mentorship. So we find it, uh, we, we try to find them opportunities to get that mentorship. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that the next generation and generation after uh, will produce, will do uh, better than ourselves. And looking at it from a different perspective, what about your mentors, the people who got you to where you are today? Yeah, I think uh, I should mention uh, Professor Marjorie Davis, Professor, Professor Charlotte Ruiz, Professor Lynn Monroe, Rola, one of our colleagues here. And they all uh, helped me come to this level and they were great mentors. And in addition, L'Oreal helped me to get this opportunity. And uh, there are several, though I, I, would, would, I might not have mentioned the names, uh, they actually helped Help me uh, in different ways, mentoring different aspects of my my professional life to come to this level. So, it's mentorship is is really really uh, mm. important thing, mm. and uh, it's essential for a person to cherish. I think. Yeah. No, yeah. I I completely agree. And and thinking about uh, being here as part of the KR Prime Fellows 2022, what does that mean for you to be here? And and also, what does it mean for your research? Where are you hoping it it might take you? Yeah, this is this is actually a great opportunity, and uh, in the future, I mean, I I it it helped me think about my research profile for the next uh, five years or so, and uh, where should I go, and what I, have I been doing, and uh, is there anything that I need uh, that I might have missed, and uh, it's it's a great reflection, it's opportunity to reflect, and I I just think that it's a it's a planning phase as well and i'm sure now i can focus more on the agenda that we have prepared um, during these three days to two and a half days and uh, networking for example uh, to think about uh, do multi multi-center multi-country research this network uh, will work fine and uh, they will continue uh, continuously help us uh, develop ourselves as researchers and i i do hope that uh, this will help a lot in planning my future research yeah and i guess that's an important point isn't it is that it's so easy to focus on the research and to focus on the science yes. but actually it's around the networking yeah. and the communication which it doesn't come naturally to everyone exactly yeah. yes i totally agree yeah it's it's uh, you need to have opportunity i i was wondering why can't they have the online or uh, uh, web-based uh, conference or meeting like this. I, re I I realize that how important it is to come down here and meet people and interact yes. with people. And it is uh, well organized and there are so many aspects. For example, the experience we had with the painter uh, last evening was so different. And uh, I, I learned a lot through that mm -hmm. process, how to think, how to manage yourself, and how to evolve you uh, yourself as a as a, a professional. So that's a great exposure. Mm. And I was wondering, you know, thinking about the COVID pandemic, where yeah. for almost two years, I guess we were we couldn't travel, we couldn't yeah. communicate as we used to. 
did that have impacts on your research? Do you feel that it it sort of maybe set you back a little and you're you're trying to catch up now? Yeah, I I do think because uh, though we get more uh, we got more time during the coin pandemic, uh, it does not mean that we 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 wrote uh, we produced more articles, we did more and more research. It's not that and you it's it's uh, a period of uh, losing time mm-hmm. right uh, wasted time like mm-hmm. but uh, you, you're right i mean now we are in a different phase and we are recovering from that uh, mm-hmm. tragedy and i think um, it's uh, it's gaining momentum again i should mm-hmm. say yeah yeah I, i wish you all the best for your work i think it's really important what you're thank doing you. so thank, thank you, you for your time today thank you very much thanks a lot Helen. and thank you everyone at home for listening and we'll be back very soon with another episode of the care pound podcast 2022 Thank you.